Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24 Hour Breaking News Center is on alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. And let me tell you something. Unless you're in Temple, it does not get any more Jewish than this. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 11.08, after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang is all here. Low T-Chuck screening the calls. Longoria on the other side of the takeout window. Counting the days until he can drink soda again. Um, we are going to continue to monitor the election results. We are starting to finally get some results in Arizona race, uh, the Democratic side, uh, a big lead right now for Hillary Clinton, 61% to 36%. Uh, 41% of the votes, votes are, are already tabulated. Yeah. That's quick. And the Republicans have nothing yet. What the hell is going on there? I don't know. All right. Let's work on that. We're also waiting for Utah for uh, both Republicans and Democrats and Idaho for just the Democrats. Jennifer Griffey's in the WSB CNN 24-hour news center. Jennifer, who to ho? Idaho. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to Jennifer. Jennifer, who to ho? Idaho. Okay. All right. Just check it. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB Talk. I am a six year old boy. Oh, I will forever be. That brought tears to my eyes. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, <laughs> Erickson can use that. Yeah. Jennifer, who to ho? Idaho. All right. Just checking. <laughs> Just checking. Making sure. Oh, I can't breathe. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, oh. We, uh, yeah, but we'll Phew. keep you up to date on the election results. <laughs> and we'll have the very latest on Atlanta's morning news. Jen's walking out she of the She has no idea, now. right? She, she, no idea. she can't hear it. Remind me to play it at 1125 okay, when she's in yeah, the car okay. listening. Yeah. Because okay. oh. she hasn't heard that yet. Um, anyway, yeah, we'll let you know the uh, results as they come in. Complete wrap-up tomorrow morning on Atlanta's morning news <laughs> with Scott Slade. All right, back to more serious topics. Two really awful stories. So everyone, calm down. Everybody two two awful stories today. Obviously, the, uh, the terror attacks in Brussels. Uh, 34 dead, 190 wounded by uh, by the last count from the Associated Press. Awful story there. Awful local story. Obviously not as severe, but still a really just nasty story. 61-year-old East Point woman was found dead this morning after she was locked in a walk-in freezer at a downtown Atlanta hotel. Like those big freezers that you see at restaurants and hotels where they keep the, the perishable items. I've been in those, and I would 
freak out if I was locked in one. Um, you know, the, the you should have ways to get out. She couldn't get out somehow and wound up dying, which is an awful uh, story. And and the two stories have nothing in common except fear. I, I think fear is the one factor in both these stories. If you've heard the audio from the Brussels bombing, people screaming, kids crying. You could hear the fear in their voices. Um, obviously, everyone in the in the uh, airport during the bombing was was very scared of what was going on. Even Dikembe Mutombo, who was in the airport, thankfully he's okay. But fear was the big factor there. And this woman had to be scared out of her mind being stuck in a walk-in freezer. Oh, especially panic would set in very quickly when you realize, holy smokes, yeah. I can't like very quickly. And then you're in there for hours before hypothermia. Exactly. And all that, you know. That, uh, ugh. So we're, we're discussing fear on the show, um, and, and just very simply, uh, when were you the most scared, as a child or, and as an adult? Because there's two separate types of fears. Uh, you know, you're scared of certain things when you're a kid, and you're scared of certain things as an adult. So um, tell me when you were the most scared as a child and when you were the most scared as an adult. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Linda's in uh, Hushton. Linda, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Hey, Linda. Um. My dad was in the military. I grew up overseas. Actually, we moved there when I was five and ended up graduating high school over there. And um, in the 80s, in the height of terrorism against all the American bases over there. So we kind of, you know, spent our entire lives in fear as kids. Um, but what really scared me the most was our high school, we used to play the um, American School of Berlin in sports. And we would have to travel to Berlin to play. Um, and we would have to take the overnight train into Berlin because at the time, um, you know, you had to travel through East Germany to get into Berlin, and you were not allowed to travel during the day. So they made us go at night, and we would have to take these overnight trains in. And we were given all these instructions when we got on the train. We had to keep the shades closed. We weren't allowed to look out the windows. You know, we had to just kind of be quiet and, and sleep. And so this is, this is the 80s before the wall came down, and you were traveling to to East Berlin for sporting events? Yeah, well, we traveled to the American School of Berlin, which is actually, you know, in, in I guess, the western, western part of, you know, Berlin. Okay. So it was, it was the free part of Berlin. Gotcha. To get there, you had to travel through East Germany. So, um, and, you know, I don't know if people are aware of this, but when you travel on a train in Europe, it stops at every train station along the way. Yeah. And um, at the time, you know, you had your passports and you had to hand them over to the guards on the trains and oh, every man. train station they would stop and check your passports. You could hear the, the soldiers coming up and down the, the rail cars, you know, checking the doors and stuff. And, you know, we, of course, we were kids, so we, we would peek out the shades to just kind of see what, you know, Eastern Germany looked like. And, you know, all we could see, of course, was the train station, but you'd see the arms. I can't, I can't even there. imagine. Like, anytime you're asked, you're in a foreign country and you're asked to show papers, that's that's got to be scary. Or if you're in, in Georgia. If you're in the and, United States and you're asked to show papers. Gloria, yeah. How many times have you been asked to show papers here? <laughs> None. Did you see the. Uh, uh, the Grand Budapest, Budapest Hotel movie. No, I haven't. Yeah, there was a scene where they they, yeah. they came on to check the papers. Yeah, I would never. Uh, where's your paper? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know. I don't have papers. That would <laughs> that would freak me out. I have Roll a bowl. Papers? Yeah, I have a bowl. I don't have papers. <laughs> TJ's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Tej. Hello. How are you doing? Excellent, sir. How are you? Lovely. M my experience does not compare to Kathy's, but. When I was a child, uh, I had a little problem wetting the bed. 
my mother and father took me to what they call a hex doctor. What? Uh, a hex doctor. It's I, I don't know what it is. Okay. But I know her still, and uh, she told me that if I uh, continued wetting the bed, that Sally Soak Sticks would come and cut my winky off. Sally Soak Sticks would come. How old are you at this point? Uh, I'm 50 right now. No, no. When when you were wet in the bed and you went to the hex doctor. Under six, I'm not sure. Under six, and you have this woman telling you that you're going to get your winky cut off. By Sally Soapstick. But that's awful. That's that's flat out awful. Yeah, it was. Did it cure you, though? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I guess you you want your winky still on. (laughs) Couldn't the parents have just said that themselves? Like, we're going to cut your winky off. See, here's what happened. They said they took him to a hex doctor. It was probably like some chick on their mom's bowling team. It was like, hey. (laughs) I was like, Aunt Sally. Fran off the bowling team. Sally Soft Sticks is going to come and get you. Fran, my kids went in the bed. Scare the crap out of them. Tell them you're a witch doctor. That's probably what happened. Like my mom lying to me about being 16 to eat lobster. Yeah. Yeah. That's still the greatest. Nobody's been able to talk about that. Freaking ridiculous. (laughs) Dave's in Kennesaw. Davey boy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Preach, brother. Welks, man. What's going on? Nah, I'm glad you guys are making me laugh, but you're going to have to watch out for Griffin. She's going to go CIA on you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll Take find five. out in 10 minutes when I play it again. <laughs> All right, I got two quick ones, and unfortunately, they both involve law enforcement. When the childhood one, uh, my dad and I are traveling to Savannah to see my grandmother. And he gets pulled over by a trooper, and it starts raining. And um, the trooper puts my dad into the back of his squad car, and of course, I'm four or five at the time, and all I know is people go to jail when they go in the back of a police car. So I'm Why did he out. put him in the back, do you know? Because it was raining. Oh, he didn't want him to get wet, I got you. Right. And then the adult version, I've told you before, was when a former friend of mine went places on the Internet he wasn't supposed to, and yes. he'd be visited by five federal agents at my job. Your roommate, I've right? Wasn't that your roommate? in my life yeah yeah oh geez yeah, that's, that's why i don't yeah. let chuck use my computer he's got a very feminine little laptop over there that he uses to uh that's you don't even w- connect to the internet that is here, wise counsel my friend the why you or don't what? use the wireless here do you me yeah of course i do all right because can you track that right oh yeah i'm sure you can yeah you can check the device so cox can see what's going on sure all right that's good to know. Well, let me tell you, me being an albino and taking in that little room at work by, <laughs> by federal agents, I, I don't get any paler, so I went transparent. I can only imagine. <laughs> living, you know, like powder. Like those weird yeah. shrimp? No. <laughs> those weird I mean, glow-in-the-dark <laughs> shrimp. Yeah. Oh, my God. You can see through Sorry, me. Dave. <laughs> so we no, love you, I, Dave. Hey, we I love you, buddy. I make fun of myself. You guys go right ahead. All right. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, quick election. Elect, election. Election, election update. update. Uh, Trump winning big in Arizona, forty-six to twenty-one over Ted Cruz. John Kasich uh, in third place at ten percent. Hillary Clinton is winning big in Arizona on the Democratic side, sixty percent to thirty-seven percent over uh, Reverend Bernie Sanders. Keith's incoming. Keith, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, Mark. Hey, Keith. What's up, buddy? Well, I got a couple for you. Okay. Um, one was uh, we took the Griswold family vacation out to California and stopped off at the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. And everybody, uh, you know, goes down to the South Rim, the little overlooked place, and they were kind of ahead of me. So I ran ahead to get catch up with them, slipped in the gravel, and was sliding on my butt towards the railing that, you know, was uh, like a two-rail system. And I was sliding underneath the railing and sailing off into the Grand Canyon. Into the abyss. 
into the abyss when reached up and grabbed the rail and stopped. You saved yourself. (laughs) Well, then my dad pulled me back up and then, you know, said, what the hell did you do that for? Uh, (laughs) That's not, how old were you? Like 10 years old. Oh my God. That would scare the crap out of me. But the really scary one was as an adult when, uh, at two 20 in the morning, the alarm went off and said, uh, kitchen back door, kitchen back door. And I can hear footsteps on broken glass. And I've got a wife and child in the house. And I'll tell you, man, there, there is no scarier feeling than knowing something for sure that somebody is in your house to do you harm because somebody breaking into a, a house that is uh, known to be occupied doesn't have good intent. No. What? Real quick, was it someone or was it a, an owl? No, it was someone. And uh, I'm downstairs in about 20 seconds pumping my pistol grip 20-gauge uh, sawed-off shotgun, legal. Uh, and, man, they hightailed it out of there as soon as they heard that shotgun rack. Oh, that, that's the way that story should end. Thank you. That's very, that's very comforting to know. All right, we're going to come back with your calls. Um... And uh, we'll play the Griffey's drop again. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. 1125. Hillary Clinton projected to win in Arizona. Looks like Donald Trump with a big lead in Arizona as well. We're still waiting for Utah. And Idaho results. Uh, Jennifer Griffey's live in the WSB 24-hour news center. For, uh, center. Jennifer, who to ho? Idaho. All right. We'll check back again. One more time. Jennifer Griffey's who to ho? Idaho. All right. We'll get back uh, the Idaho results uh, at some point tonight. Back to the phones. David's and Tucker. David, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, uh, a little change of pace. I'll go straight to the adulthood part here. Uh, a lot of the sphere is uh, short-term events fearing major but short-term events that might happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my case, my most fearful time is now because I got back from the doctor this week and I've been losing my sight for many years and it's recently it's rapidly decreased and uh. I basically went, you know, your eyes have been through a lot. Bye. Um, and I've just been diagnosed with legal deafness so oh uh, my god deaf and blind what uh, are these irreparable or the eye thing yeah the ear thing you know some people do cochlear implants some people can't don't know yet hasn't gotten that bad deafness wise i can't hear anything below 35 decibels wow oh, i'm so sorry dave i had i had an issue with my eye it was a. Uh couple months ago i get no it was in the fall when i my left eye started getting really blurry and i got it checked out and it was just caused like that tunnel vision thing yeah it was just caused to uh lack of sleep and and extra stress um but uh, you know things have calmed down i'm so sorry david that's awful Uh, you're in our prayers buddy and uh man going deaf and blind at the same time dave and kennesaw is like i'm just blind and um pale (laughs) <laughs> see through blind shrimp. and pale. He's just blind and pale. It'll see through shrimp. Gosh. Oh. Oh. All right. Most scared you've ever been in your life, as a child and as an adult. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB Talk on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. The latest from Brussels. Next news, weather, and traffic. This is the Mark Aram Show. Uh-huh.
I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all of Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. Yo, this is Jamie Foxx, and you're listening to my man, Mark Aram. He's packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, Jeff and him. Tell me about the master plan. Oh, my Welcome back to the show, 1136, 24 in front of midnight, 57 degrees on Peachtree Street. We are awaiting results for campaign 2016, the Arizona primary, uh, the big in as far as the delegates are concerned. Right now, Hillary Clinton with a commanding 60 to 37 percent lead over Bernie Sanders on the Republican side. Huge uh, victory. Trump's already been declared a winner there, 46 percent, 21 percent. Uh, to Ted Cruz and 10%. Third place is John Kasich. What else are we doing? Utah? Is that what we're waiting on? Utah? Yeah. Uh, I got nothing in I got nothing in Utah for either of them. And then uh, Idaho for the Democrats. Idaho. <laughs> uh, oh, Idaho for the Republicans. Oh, that was already done. Yeah. Um, Idaho for the Democrats. We have no updates there. Complete uh, election recap on Atlanta's Morning News with At Scott Slane. Yeah, we, we won't have all the results tonight on the Mark Arab Show. We're talking about two very different stories combined or tied together through one uh, factor, and that is fear. The Brussels terrorist attacks today and the story in Atlanta locally where a 61-year-old woman was found dead this morning after getting locked in a walk-in freezer to downtown Atlanta Hotel. Obviously... As Chuck mentioned, you know, th- there comes a realization where this woman was like, I am not getting out of this freezer and I'm going to die. And the fear that she must have been dealing with is incomprehensible. And then the fear you hear in the audio from the bombings inside the airport in Brussels today, women, children, men screaming. You just hear the fear. And uh, so we're discussing fear tonight on the show. And I just want to know, uh, when was the most scared you were as a child? And what was the most scared you've been as an adult? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. John's in Dawsonville. John, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, guys. Hey, well, um, my childhood one, when I was a teenager, really, um, I sail on Lake Lanier a lot. And we were out one day, and the weather can change really quick out there and started blowing really hard, lightning everywhere. And at one point, I was standing on the inside of the boat, on the side, on the walls of the hull, looking down through the ports, and I could see the water down below us. Wow. How old were you? I was 15 at the time, maybe. All right. And then the other one, I'm in the Merchant Marine, and we were resupplying a carrier group. And if you've ever seen... um, mid-sea ship resupply there's a lot of cables and hoses and wires that get passed between the two ships and they have to stay completely parallel Mm -hmm. if one of those cables breaks and you are in the wrong spot you will die how how will you die what what happens that you would die pretty much it'll cut you in half oh the wire will back yeah oh geez louise and we had a winch short out somehow the circuit breaker shorted and it started winching in pulling the cable tighter 
and you could hear the cable singing. And it's been known to go through hole plating if it snaps. And so we were frantically trying to shut it down. The breaker wouldn't flip, and we eventually, the electrician came and cut one of the wires and made it stop. But that aborted our resupply pretty quick, and it took us a couple hours to get everything settled back down where we could finish. I could, I can imagine that'd be a very scary situation. That's kind of like those those crab boats, deadliest catch, when those oh, yeah. big pots fall. Or, uh, I love crab, but I'm, I'm <laughs> I'd be the guy driving. No, I wouldn't even drive. Did I tell boat. you that I was really close to getting on, like doing that? I like, could see that. One summer, my cousin was trying to convince me. He's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, they pay you so much money. Let's go fishing. We're just gonna fish. We're just gonna fish." And I'm you like, "Get like a hundred grand for yeah. it." I was like, "All right." And then my mom was like, "You ain't going nowhere." So <laughs> smart lady. Yeah. Kevin's in Atlanta. Kevin, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, how the how, how who the ho? Who the ho? Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love your show. Thank um, you, buddy. The first one was when I was a kid, and I was probably maybe seven or eight, and my sister's like four years younger, so she's maybe, you know, say three to four. Mm. And my mom used to take us to go to this lady, this German lady, and for swimming lessons. Okay. And, oh, my God, we were so terrified. My sister... Of the water or of the German lady? What's that? Were you terrified of the water or the German lady? Both. <laughs> Both, okay. Yeah, so we, we, you wish we would go, and she'd be crying, and I'd be crying, and we'd be hanging on to that chain link fence for life, and she'd pry our hands off. And then I remember one time, you know, uh, back then they had these little styrofoam, like, white squares. That was like the, the life vest back then. So so she, she, I go up on the high dive, and I was afraid to jump. So I'm sitting up there, right? And she comes up there. And so... Well, she came up there, and I saw her coming, and I jumped. You know? Just because you were so we, scared of the, the lady, you were like, screw it. I'm gonna... I was scared of her. I would rather go in the water yeah. than have to deal with her. I bet, yeah. I've talked to a lot of people that have water fears, even even as adults. Uh, that's a legit fear. 404-872-0750, wsb Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. <laughs> Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please, and I got a wheelbarrow full of Tennessee pride, hot box sausage with biscuits on the side, and I'm waiting for it to rain gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Mellish is full forecast straight ahead. Raining sausage gravy all across. So that's a that's a twelve on the Mellish meter. That is my friend. Uh, so what's cooking tonight, buddy? Hey, I think we're gonna do uh, breakfast week this week because there's some new rumblings in the world of the war of fast food breakfast. Bum, 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 Dunkin' bum, Donuts bum. has entered the war in fast food. Well, you know, Dunkin' Donuts has been around since day one when it came to breakfast. Correct. Everybody knows that. They've got the good coffee. They've got stores every 10 feet across <laughs> the eastern seaboard in the northeast. Yes. So, um, and I think people are eating less donuts. I know in the traffic center they're not eating any <laughs> less donuts than they used to. Uh, last Friday, donuts. Johnny, I, I'm not going to lie, I had probably seven donuts last Friday. <laughs> seven. Seven. The, that is truly is the breakfast of champions. Yeah, it is a lot. So, hey, you know Whenever I walk into Dunkin' Donuts, and I think they're uh, they've they've caught on to this. Whenever I 
walk into Dunkin' Donuts, get a smell of that coffee, get a smell of the uh, the donuts. The first thing I think of is uh, black beans, rice, <laughs> and peppers. Because uh, Dunkin' Donuts has come out with a breakfast burrito. Correct. Of course. And it's not just a breakfast burrito like the other guys are doing where they just crack an egg over something, wrap it up, and call it <laughs> breakfast. They're cracking an egg over essentially some a, a can of salsa, I think. <laughs> yes. You know, it's, it's, it's rice, it's beans, it's eggs, it's cheese. It's it's about the three or four last things I would ever want to eat when I walked into Dunkin' <laughs> Donuts. Breakfast. Right. Now, that's not, it's really not, it's not a bad burrito, but they're, they're calling it the grand d d d burrito. Yeah. And then, you know, they got grand spelled out with two big capital double D's right there. For the dunks. The grand double D burrito. Yeah, it's funny. I've been reading that spot in uh, Morning Drive during traffic reports for a couple of weeks now. And so I'm very, I haven't tasted it yet, but I'm very familiar. And the the one thing that's in there, they say at the end, I, I've got to read all the ingredients. And it, they say a spicy omelet. So yeah. the, the egg in there, it's not just egg, it's a spicy omelet. Yeah, pepper jack cheese with habanero. That's what she said. Red bell peppers, jalapenos. Yes. Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, so here's the yeah. thing. I keep screwing up the spot. So the uh, the spots like uh, come to uh, Dunkin' Donuts for the Grande Breakfast Burrito, um, and it's supposed to say rice and black beans and a spicy omelet, whatever. But I keep saying black rice <laughs> <laughs> by accident. I keep saying black rice, and people must be like, "What the hell's black rice? What? What's, what's he talking about?" Do they, when, when they give you the ad copy for that, do they spell out the gram with the double D's in it, too? Or no, they, no, no double okay. D's in the copy. Just the, well, the regular, good, the it's, regular it's D. It's kind of bouncy. When, just the regular you know. D. But there is a sausage one, and there's a vegetarian option. Right, in, in case you needed more vegetables to go with your black beans and corn. Exactly. Red peppers. <laughs> Let's ask Longoria. Does that sound tempting to you? As, that, is, uh, that is not a breakfast uh, burrito, no. whatever y'all want to call it now. No. No, in, um, I, in Texas we have breakfast tacos, mm -hmm. and they just have you know sausage, egg, bacon, egg, potato, egg, that kind of stuff. Potato, egg. No rice, no corn, no <laughs> black beans, no, no black rice. No. It, no black it, rice. If you take it out of context, it might really be a decent burrito. Sure, yeah. You put it inside a Dunkin' Donuts in the morning, and then that's the last thing I want to see. But hey, you know whatever. Do you, do you and I've been I, doing I, it I, at Dunkin' Donuts re recently? I go. They've got a great deal, and Johnny tipped me off to this months ago. Um, Egg white, it's like an egg white flatbread kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's 99 cents. It's a tortilla with egg and cheese. Boom, that's it. But it's good. And that's they're 99 you cents. You can eat a, like 10 of them. <laughs> they're fantastic. It might be the best deal on the menu. And they have good bagels at Dunkin' Nuts, too. Their oh, yeah, they have bagels. Are, bagels. Yeah, uh, but I, I might try the burrito, but not, for, not at 7 in the morning. Yeah, you don't, and they serve it all day, so you can go in there and after. Yeah, I'll have right. that at lunch. Because cool. a biscuit and, uh, will screw you up 15 I, hours later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 15 <laughs> hours later. Yesterday, uh, Smile and Mark Piquet brought in uh, biscuits in the morning, Johnny, and um, my stomach just can't handle biscuits, but I can't say no to them. So mm -hmm. it's a rough, and uh, so yesterday uh, during the show, I had to bounce, and Chuck had to take over. It was, it was, wow. not, a, it was not a pretty picture. Well, hey, Chuck, if you, uh, you know, that's the key to stardom, just keep bringing in the biscuits. That's the key to stardom. Just give me biscuits because I can't handle them and I can't say no to them. All right, Johnny, we got to roll. As always, we appreciate you and... 
And if the cholesterol is high, baby, that's so high. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kielbasa. New feature starting in April. Every Monday, Johnny Kielbasa is going to give us a Game of Thrones review, by the way. So, I am the sword in the darkness. That's Thanks right. Coolest. So, Longoria, you got to catch up. I do. You have four seasons to catch up <laughs> Okay, on. I'll do that this Time weekend. start now. Follow him on Twitter, uh, at Johnny Kielbasa. Appreciate you, bruh. Time, bro. All right, we'll come right back. Uh, Tony, Josh, Bob, and Michael, David, you two, 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Final segment of the show, 11.52, 8 in front of midnight. Got to be quick so we can get everyone in. Tony's in Marietta. Tone, welcome to the program, brother. Well, good morning, Mark. I'll tell you what. Um, be careful of what you drink or eat from Jennifer Griffey's after uh, <laughs> capturing that song. But, I got a very funny text from her after no, I'm that sure you play. Did. Anyway, <laughs> I, I could tell you many things that I'm fearful of um, based on childhood on into adulthood. But I'll give you my uh, adulthood one, and that was about 20 years ago. My colleague and I, we were flying from Hartsfield to uh, Los Angeles on business. It was in the morning, and about 25 minutes into the flight, um, we're sitting about two rows back from uh, the back end of the wing, and he's about eight years older than me, ten years older. He sees all of this fuel getting dumped out of the engine. Oh, no. And Russ goes, uh, Tony, you see that? I'm like, yeah, what's up with that? And he's like, uh, um, and, and he had seen it for about ten minutes before he alerted me to it. And he goes, uh, they're dumping fuel. I go, oh yeah, God. what does that mean? And I was pretty young at the time, yeah. actually. And he's like, uh, that means that uh, we've got a mechanical problem. And we got to land. Yeah, and he's like, uh, yeah, I bet you any amount of time uh, the uh, pilot's going to come on and say, yeah, we've got mechanical difficulties and we have to return to uh, Hartsfield. And lo and behold, he was right. And the big fear was that we didn't dump enough fuel so that upon landing, you could see everything was clear, fire trucks everywhere, oh, wow. foam, the whole nine yards. And I have never been fearful of flying, you know, ever prior to that or even after that, other than to know those are the telltale signs. Now, Linda, she doesn't like to fly at all because of all of the catastrophes for forever. She's yeah, but I, I've, been, I've had some rough air turbulence, but never seeing the fuel dump. That would that would freak me out. Michael's incoming. Mike, real quick. All right. Uh, mine was from, uh, from my childhood. It happened to me a, a couple of times. Uh... I was a bad kid, and one of my family members would hide underneath my bed with my with my parents' permission and pretend to be Satan. What? Yes. Oh my God! That would be the worst. And what would they say, like, Michael? Uh, you, stop! Like you've seen you've seen the movie Ghost, where they'll shake the bed and all that stuff. And you were young enough to know to not know that it was it was your dad's friend Stan that was under the bed. Yeah, I was like four or five. Oh, my God. Your parents are awful. Dude. <laughs> That's, That's horrible. Awful. I would never do that. Bob and Marietta, real quick, Bob, what scared you? Okay, as an adult, I was driving down to Miami for a four-day weekend. After work, without much sleep the previous night, and I must have fallen asleep at the wheel. I was on I-75. And I woke up about two feet from the back side of an 18-wheeler. Oh, my God. Have you ever done that, falling asleep while driving? No, I'm not close. But. I nodded off one time on a back road in Connecticut, and wow, that is that's a scary, scary thing. Josh, real quick, finish this up strong, buddy. What scared you? All right, uh, I was a child actually. I was a teenager. I was driving with some friends, and we pulled off on the side of the road, and this guy pulls up behind us, gets out of a car, and only sees me at the time, and flashes a gun with, and I could just tell he's getting ready to shoot me. 
and it had it not been my friends that came around on the other side of the vehicle, I think he would have shot me. And he got back into his car, sped off, and drove off. Never saw him again. But you didn't know I, who the guy was. You didn't know him or anything. It was didn't just know random. anything. We pulled over on the side of the road, and he pulled up behind me, got out, gave me this death look, and literally reached out of his pocket with a gun. And then my friend said, what are you doing? And they turned around and looked, and sure enough, came around from the side of the car. He saw them. He got back in his car. Your friend saved your off. life. Your friend saved your life. That's what that was. All right, let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? I'll let you guys decide. Um, Jennifer. Yeah, well, it's Jennifer or Kathy uh, who got kidnapped. Oh, God, put it that way. Really? <laughs> yeah, jeez, yeah, Louise. No, Jennifer. you know what? Because if we give her star of the show that a reminder of it, that, that won't be a good thing. No. Okay. She was the call of the show. Absolutely. Yes. Star of the doing? show is uh, Jennifer Griffey. Idaho. Jennifer, who's the hoe? Idaho. All right, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Did she text you? Yes. Oh, yeah. She, or I Norm. I can't read the text yeah. on the show. But it's her Norm that she always threatens us with. Say goodbye to your blanks. Is, <laughs> blanks. Is what the uh, the text reads. All right. Idaho. So we'll see Jennifer tomorrow if she stabs me or not. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year. From first match, must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.